Chris, your assessment how bad that was? Uh, how bad it was. Uh, yeah, um, it wasn't great. Um, understatement, possibly, of the, of the year. Uh, talked about it, went through the game, honestly, and openly. Um, we have a plan um, for, for, for 10, 15 minutes. Uh, the players stuck to the plan. Scored a fabulous goal. And we went off plan. And I think, you know, that's sort of epitomises how... Yeah, it's like the fourth or fifth game that we've been up in the game and it just goes from team to individual. Instead of just doing the right things, you keep going and keep, keep being a team player. It doesn't, it goes out the window, everything goes out the window, everybody wants to be the star of the show. My definition of a team is completely different to, to the player's definition of a team. Everybody goes individual, everybody wants to do their own thing, everybody wants to hit cross-field passes. And, you know, the game how we wanted it to be because what we do is we watch and analyse, and we've watched and analysed Cardiff, was exactly how we would have wanted the game to have been. Score the first goal, move the ball around, move them out of position, um, you know, stretch them, and we did. And then, like I said, Tyrion, we just go off plan. It allows them a sniff. They take it, and then in an heartbeat, the 3-1 up, and the, and the complete complexion of the game changes. Um, how they wanted the game to be as well. How we wanted the game to be and how they wanted the game to be. And it was all done and it was all self-inflicted. All self-inflicted because, you know, and I keep hearing from, you know, I, I put the sky on and I put other things on and say, oh, there's some, you know, some absolute great players and can Chris Wilder get a tune out of them? I don't think anybody would be able to get a tune out of this firm if they go individual. You know? And my definition of a team is, you, you know, whether we win, lose or, or, or draw, these, people, these players chucking their arms up in the air, players falling on the ground, having a moan up at the referee. You know, it, I'm, just, I'm just flabbergasted with an opportunity as well. We've seen all the results at the, at the end of play. A great opportunity. Um, and that's, what, drawn at home against Wigan... No disrespect to Wigan, we should have been putting them to bed, score the first goal. Then, same again happened, and it's a bit of a theme. Scored the, uh, the first goal against Huddersfield, exactly the same happened. Scored the, the first goal against Nor uh, Coventry, second goal against Nor uh, Coventry. Go individual, allows them sniff back into it, and then we go under. And tonight, we score the first goal, don't stick to the plan. They get one in, they get one, they go two, and then we go under. And then the whole feel of the night, because the, the, the feel of the night was, was pretty good. I know there's been like some moans and groans about the place, but the feel of the night was pretty good. The supporters were right away with us for the, for the first 15 to 20 minutes. But like I said to you, you know, definition of team, from what I see, what I've been involved in as a player... Mm for a long time, what I've been involved in as a manager for a long time. And by the way, then add them two together, what I've been involved in a, a, a football nut, um, you know, uh, studier, uh, lover of what good teams look like, whether it's Liverpool in, you know, watching last night, watch Aston Villa, you know, the team that won the European Cup, won the League Cup team, team players in their individuals. I've never said, to, by the way as well, I've never said to players... Um, uh, restricting the players 
never said don't try things I never said I don't want to and you know the first goal epitomizes is everything that's good about us we work the ball into a great area it's a fabulous ball in the right area it's a great knockback and it's a, it's a great finish really good team goal let's just keep doing the same but we, but we didn't and allowed the opposition to get back into the game they sniffed it they sniffed we were weak mentally, physically jumped all over it scored three and then you know we've had three or four I didn't think they turned, turned it in the players we've had three or four good opportunities but then again, you know, I've got players, I've got centre-forwards coming trying to get it off the back four. I've got, left, you know, left-wingers out on the right wing. I've got right-wingers out on the left, on the left wing. Just lose all the shape and just try and, try and do what they need to do to, to get back in the game, which is never going to be. I'm going to keep you here all night, so I'll just ask you one quick one off the bat. It's probably unlikely you'll be here next season. But I don't know, I mean... You, you know, know what, I've, 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 I've right enjoyed it and it's been a right eye-opener. And like you said, you know, you come into it thinking, you know, some really good players, you can put them together. Um, but... Um, but is it an impossible job? I mean, not, I don't mean impossible as in absolutely no one can get this right, but... Well, there's six who haven't, haven't they, for over, the, over the last two years. Um, so um, I've, I've gone into it deep and, you know, in terms of where it starts. And like I said, you know, I'll give, I'll give my summary to... To uh, to the owner at the end of the uh, end of this bit, and I've right enjoyed it, and I don't think it would take that much to to, to get it going uh, the the other way. Um, but it would take some to get to get it going. So I'm possibly contradicting myself, but it wouldn't it wouldn't take two or three years. But that's for somebody most probably somebody else to to to, to deal with. I've really enjoyed it. I think the supporters have been really good to me, um, and you know some good boys in there. Are they angry with each other or not? You know, or, or enough. I'm not so sure. You know, if if a, if a centre forward tries to go and get it off the centre half, I'm, I think my centre halves will be booting that centre forward and go go and play centre forward. So you know, that's that's how it is. That's maybe the the, the makeup of, of 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 the players and and ultimately, all those teams. Burnley have got fabulous individuals, um, but they're a proper team. Sheffield United and I, McBurney. Uh, great individuals, and now they're a team. I know that team. Um, you know all, all the others. They've got good individuals, but the team. And you know, are they good? In, are we good individuals? No. Are we a good team? No. Welcome to a brand new edition of Yawns. I'm Omar Moore. Watford fall again on their sword at the Vic. And Chris Wilder tells it like it is. You just heard from the head coach of Watford Football Club, Chris Wilder, in a portion of his post-match press conference. And in this edition of Yawns, you'll be hearing from me and from some of the Watford fan base about what we think about the performance against Cardiff City and about this club that we love. All of that coming up on this brand new edition of Welcome back to Yawns. I'm Omar Moore. Watford fall on their sword again at Vicarage Road. And Chris Wilder makes it clear. This team 
is not a team. And this team is not a good team. You heard that nearly six and a half minute portion of a post-match press conference that Chris Wilder gave earlier tonight following the 3-1 defeat at home to Cardiff City. And I want to thank Watford Football Club for supplying the audio to that press conference excerpt that you heard as the Watford head coach, Chris Wilder, who was brought in for the remaining 11 games of this current season, gave his honest and characteristically, I should say, his characteristically honest assessment of Watford, specifically the men's first team. Chris Wilder will be leaving at the end of this campaign. And I think that his honesty is a breath of fresh air at this club. It really is. For all the times that this club has not done right by the fans over the last couple of seasons, for all the times that there have been high-ranking officials at Watford Football Club who have told us one thing and then done another, for all the times where we as Watford fans have been told things that turned out to be lies for all the times where we have been let down by the terrible performances on the pitch for all the times where we've seen fans get ejected for speaking their mind in a respectful and peaceful way for all the times that we have taken a one nil lead in the game only to lose it. We have continued to be the laughing stock and really nobody at this club apart from the managers who have been here the last two seasons, three seasons, five seasons, have really said what some of the fans either agree with or believe. And I think of all of the managers we've had here the last couple of seasons, and Chris Wilder said it in the clip you heard before the break, that six of us have come in here and none of us has been able to get a tune out of this lot. Chris Wilder's been the most honest one. But honesty, as Billy Joel once sang, is such a lonely word. Because, to paraphrase Billy Joel, everyone in the hierarchy of this club is so untrue. And we've not heard from the people who really matter in the hierarchy of this club. We've not heard from them all season long. What we've got are all kinds of statements from different media outlets, quotes in articles, but nothing nothing at all direct to the fans. Nothing. Nothing. And by the way, the program notes don't cut it. The program notes don't cut it. I think it's really good to hear from Chris Wilder and to bring that kind of honesty that we've so desperately missed at this club. But what I really, and who I really wanted to hear from after this game was the players. Not the manager, who's going to be out the door in about three or four weeks. No, no, I didn't want to hear from Chris Wilder. It's not because I don't like Chris Wilder. I I do like and respect Chris Wilder. More importantly, I respect Chris Wilder. At this point, however, Chris Wilder is not the person that I wish to hear from. Again, not because I don't like him. I do like him. But more importantly, I respect him. Chris Wilder was not on the pitch tonight at the Vic. Chris Wilder was not kicking the football around at the Vic. 
Chris Wilder was not playing at the Vic. Chris Wilder was on the sidelines at the touchline. There were 11 players in Watford shirts, 10 of them in yellow shirts, one of them in the goal. And none of those players had the guts to make themselves heard from. It's all well and good after a win when you have got the important three points. It's all well and good after you've got the three points to get on social media, to make your video message and to tell everybody, yeah, we got the three points or tweet something out. That's very easy to do. But what isn't as easy to do is to come out after a loss like this one at Vicarage Road against a Cardiff side who were fourth from bottom at start of play. A Cardiff side who has scored fewer goals than any other team in the championship. 34 goals this season. That's the lowest total of goals by any team in the championship this season. Coming into that game at the Vic tonight. And that team ended up scoring three goals in the first 40 minutes of the game. Watford, by the way, took a 1-0 lead after 11 minutes. Ismail Assar getting his 10th goal of the season. A well-worked goal. Really good team goal. And that first 11 minutes was the entire extent of anything called or resembling teamwork for Watford Football Club on the pitch. Because after those 11 minutes, after that goal, Watford sat back trudged onto the beach, got their deck chairs and relaxed and reclined, put their feet up and let the world go by as Cardiff City, a team fourth from bottom, took this game by the scruff of the neck and with really minimal effort, scored not once, not twice, but three times. You're once, twice, three times an easy goal. And your defense is shambolic. Yes, you're once, twice, three times a failure. And we'll punish you. We will punish you once twice three times a failure that was Watford tonight three times a failure the Bluebirds said thank you very much and they flew the coop back to South Wales as Cardiff City a team that was fighting against relegation fourth from bottom in the championship showed you more urgency and energy and determination And we completely, as Watford Football Club often does on the pitch, completely capitulated. We ceded this game to Cardiff City. And I think that the Watford players tonight thought, job done after 11 minutes. We don't have to play the remaining 
what, 85 minutes, 84 minutes, 82 minutes, 80 minutes. We don't have to worry about playing the next 85 minutes of football. We're finished here. Our job is done here. We don't have to worry about playing the next 80 minutes. No, no, no. 85 minutes, maybe. We don't have to worry about that. That'll take care of itself because we're up 1-0. And that's what we need to do. We only need to play together as a team for 11 minutes. Because that's going to be enough to get the job done against team bottom four. I mean, four from bottom, we don't have to worry. I mean, Cardiff aren't Bristol City. After all, we, we, we beat Bristol City, didn't we? I mean, Bristol City may have had 70% possession. I mean, we had 70% possession. Something like that. Tonight. So we should easily beat Cardiff, right? Well, I think these players should know by now that it doesn't work like that in football, especially not in the championship. But I don't think these players care to know that because many of these players, like Chris Wilder, will no longer be here come August of 2023. They will be at other clubs, other destinations, maybe other more greener pastures, perhaps. The player who scored... The goal tonight for Watford will not be here come September. He'll be off somewhere else. Jean Pedro, who had a rather ineffective game, he will be, I'm sure, somewhere else. I'm fairly confident of that. I do think that where we are as a football club, and I've talked about where we are off the pitch, and I'll maybe mention one thing about that because I don't want to repeat myself here. But where we are on the pitch is far away from where we should or need to be. And I think the first steps towards admitting that you have a problem is actually coming out and saying you do. We know the club has to come out and say that, but it won't, at least not yet. We know that Chris Wilder has said that, and he said it several times, but he's going to be gone after the final whistle of Watford versus Stoke on May 8th, a Monday, a bank holiday Monday. But the players themselves are the ones, as well as the owner, I've talked about him before. The players themselves are the ones who have to come out and hold themselves accountable and make a statement to the fans, other than when you're winning games. That's very easy, as I said earlier, to do. What's harder to do is look in the mirror and then come to the fans after you've lost the game. I remember earlier this season when Rob Edwards was here and Watford were playing at Blackburn Rovers and were abysmal in that game. Blackburn pushed Watford aside 2-0. And I remember at Ewood Park that night, and it was a Tuesday night, if memory serves me correctly, and I'm pretty sure it was a Tuesday night, There were some Watford fans in the away end at Ewood Park who were irate with Daniel Backman. And Daniel Backman was remonstrating with some of those Watford fans, telling them, look, we're going to improve. We're sorry, but we're going to improve. And some of the fan base at that game at Ewood Park were not having it from Daniel Backman. We have heard broken promise after broken promise. And I think it's about time that someone respects the fans, respects the fans who travel up and down the country, respects the Watford fans who spend their hard-earned money at Vicarage Road, respects the Watford fans who 
spend their hard-earned money anywhere this club travels to in the world, anywhere this club travels to in the United Kingdom, anywhere this club travels to. And we get so little for our investment. Our investment is robust for this club and at this club. And we as fans deserve better than the nonsense that we saw, the skylarking that we saw from Watford on the pitch. This men's first team is a disgrace to football. And it's also a disgrace to teamwork. It's a disgrace to professionalism. When you have a bunch of selfish footballers, there's nothing anyone can do. Not even Pep Guardiola could get a tune out of these players. No matter what. Because if the players have made up in their minds not to buy into the concept of team, there's nothing you can do with these players. The only thing you can do with these players, after what you saw tonight against Cardiff, is to drop every last one of them and put academy members in their place. I guarantee you academy member players at Watford will show you more heart, more fight, more desire and more intensity than what you saw tonight from these first teamers. Maybe Ryan Andrews tried, maybe, maybe. But as for the defending, it was shambolic. Those three goals that Watford conceded should never have been conceded. And the third goal perhaps was the most egregious of all. Watford players standing around as one of the Cardiff players had all the time in the world to chest down the ball, turn and do an acrobatic overhead kick into the back of the Watford net. 3-1 Cardiff. All night long, Watford players went to the ground too easily. Xiao Pedro included, lying there for a minute, minute and a half. Every time something didn't go right, There was a complaint from a Watford player. Watford players falling down, staying down, raising their hands like petulant school children who want to get the attention of the teacher. Pick me, pick me, pick me. I mean, every time I saw a Watford hand go up from one of these players, it was as if they were waving to the school teacher. Pick me. I've got the answer. I've got the answer. But the thing is, this team does not have the answers. Because it doesn't want to have the answers. What this team of individual players wants is the spotlight, is the limelight. But they don't want to work for that spotlight or that limelight. They do think that they are God's gift. And when you think you're God's gift, you don't care about playing as a team. You just care about yourself. And you are just basically a player among many other players at Watford, who are angling for a move elsewhere. What you are seeing and what you've seen this entire season are a bunch of footballers in the Watford men's first team who are auditioning for moves to other clubs. And they have wasted the time at Watford, many of these players, trying to audition for a move somewhere else. And we know that there's a lack of discipline in the owner and what he decides to do as he plays out this iteration of Watford with a bunch of players who don't care and don't give a monkeys about anything but themselves. 
And even though some of these players may well be auditioning for a move elsewhere, I ask a question that I've asked before. What club, off the back of what we've seen all season this season at Watford and all season last season at Watford, what club would want to to sign one of these players, any of these players? Now, I know João Pedro will be snapped up. There's no question João Pedro will go. And no question in my mind that either a Premier League club like a Newcastle or a Serie A club like an AC Milan are going to be looking for his services. And I guarantee you he will thrive in a much more positive and far less toxic atmosphere if he were to go to either of the two clubs I've just mentioned. I mean, I could see Chelsea going in for João Pedro. Especially if Mason Mount decides to leave. I think you could possibly see that. Who knows? The future looks bright for João Pedro, but it won't be a future at Watford. And the way that this team played tonight, as I said, Watford players on the floor, Watford players complaining, Watford players moaning, Hamza Chowdhury groaning, all of these players who really should have been ripping up trees in this championship this season, and with my greatest apologies to the environmental community, all of these players who should have been absolutely flying in this championship have reduced Watford to mediocre status. In fact, I think the table position is very kind for Watford. And the table position does not justify where Cardiff are. Because Cardiff, I think, on the effort in this game tonight, should be a whole lot higher than just 17th or so. I do think that Watford fans who really were absent from this game tonight, the big lots of seats, lots of seats were empty. A lot of Watford supporters, the season ticket holders, stayed away. A lot of them did. It's the first time, I mean, Sunday, uh, last Saturday, was a lot of seats empty as well. But tonight was the first time you really got to see a lot of empty seats in the Sir Elton John, in the Anne Swanson, in the Rookery. People stayed away. They sent a message to the owner. And I think you'll continue to see that until the season's over. And then maybe next season, who knows whether people renew, whether they don't renew the season ticket. The bottom line is, is that you have a club and you have a group of players in the men's first team who don't care about the club. The club has no identity on the pitch now with these men. And these men are going to be gone. Cardiff, to their credit, took the bull by the horns and seized the initiative when they sensed that Watford weren't up for the fight, they punished Watford. And that's what you saw tonight. Cardiff City were up for this. Cardiff now, by the way, have moved to 19th place. They are 24 teams in the championship, 24. Cardiff at start of play were in 21st place. Now Cardiff are 19th. They have moved two points clear of the relegation zone and they are moving on the up and up. Watford are stuck in 12th place. Three games to play on 59 points. Five points behind Blackburn. Blackburn now need just five points to finish Watford's hopes of a, champion, of a playoff spot. Again, 
The playoffs for me are done. And by the way, this season was done after Watford lost at home to Millwall on Boxing Day last year. I told you that previously. A few episodes ago, I told you that Watford's season wasn't done with these games here now. Watford's season was very clearly done after the 2-0 home defeat to Millwall on Boxing Day. I said that several weeks ago on this podcast. When Watford lost that game at home, it was over. I never thought, never thought realistically that Watford had the staying power. And I think you saw that tonight. Watford totally fell away after leading 1-0, like they did against Bristol City. Watford, when they got their early goal against Bristol City the other day, they sat off and didn't protect their lead enough. Now, they were lucky to get away with it, but they sat off in the entire rest of that first half. And it was all Bristol City. All Bristol City. It's interesting, these two games between Watford and Cardiff, both of them, the team that scored first in both games ended up losing the game. You remember back in October, Watford led trailing Cardiff by a score of one goal to nil in South Wales. You may remember that last year as part of this season. Cardiff took the early lead and then about 10 minutes or so after that, Watford equalized and then later on in the game, they got the winning goal and they won 2-1 at Cardiff. Tonight, it was the opposite. Watford scored first this time around, but Cardiff were the ones that came back with three unanswered goals to put Watford away at the Vic, three goals to one. So what you saw tonight was a mirror image, but both of these fixtures this season where the team who scored first, um, you know, there were two fixtures, both of them Watford versus Cardiff, where the team who scored first lost. Strange, very strange. But Watford have done this so often this season where they've scored first and lost. They scored first at home against Swansea and lost that game. I mean, really shambolic. This is a Watford side tonight that made one change, one change from previous. Bacunia, who started in the game against Bristol City, did not start this game. It was Kone instead. Kone did not have a good game. I thought the, the midfield were getting overrun at various points. The tackling was poor. The ball movement was not fast enough. Watford had an opportunity to move the ball quickly after going up 1-0, but they reverted to the very slow pace and the very, I, I would say, uninspired football that we've seen for two seasons at least at, at the Vic. So as a result, Watford slumped to defeat. They have now won just three of their last 16 championship games. It's been a very miserable time at Vicarage Road. Fans are turning away from the club, staying away from the Vic. Protest banners, peaceful, respectful banners are being taken by stewards and fans are being ejected. The stewards have been hostile, apparently, according to some Watford fans. They are like pit bulls toward the fans. I remember a time I was there at the Vic a few years ago, and the stewards were very rude. A couple of, at least one steward I dealt with was very rude. 
No reason for that. No reason for um, a steward to behave like that. But the steward was very rude. I didn't give that steward any reason to behave that way. And even if I had, stewards are supposed to be professional. They're not supposed to be manhandling people who are peacefully protesting. If the banners that these fans have been holding up had something that was racist on it or misogynistic on it or anti-LGBTQ on it, then yeah, those fans should be ejected. But not when you've got Pozzo out on your banner. That's just not the kind of look that this club needs. And Cardiff at the end of the day and at the end of this game were soaring, flying, high-flying birds, as Elton John would say. By the way, Elton, we need you. You've heard of John 316. Whether you've heard about it in sports or in your religious books. We need you, Elton. We need you back at this club in a meaningful way. Once you've finished your tour obligations, of course. John 316. I'm not one of those who tends to be on the more religious side. I'm not one of those kinds of persons, although I respect people's right to worship their religion and practice it in the way that, you know, affords respect. John 3.16, that's Elton John. The three is three wins. And the 16 is 16 championship matches. Three wins in the last 16 championship matches. And still, these players do not take accountability. No one steps to a microphone after this game tonight. And that perhaps, even more than the result itself, is the most disappointing thing of all. We've been saying it every, nearly every single match. What an absolute embarrassment that was against a team who's just, well, who's just above the relegation zone, like you said, who aren't scoring. And they scored three really simple goals tonight. Um, I think it, the, 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 the one that really, really annoyed me was the, um, I think it was the third one um, where who, who, for me, who isn't good enough at this level? You know, you've seen that in the games. Again, for, I think for the third goal, when the ball came in, he completely missed it. Uh, and that was just embarrassing defending. Embarrassing defending by him. He needs to go at the end of the season, let him go. It, it, you know, this whole team needs to go. And, and I think this summer, I think we will see a lot of change on that pitch. And at the start of next season, I think there'll be a pl- I'm hoping there'll be plenty of new players. Um, you know that, that do come in. Um, look, look, we've been look, we've been saying this for ages now. The board need to either go or change things up completely. The manager, you know, who knows what the hell is going to be happening with that? And then it's the board now. Uh, sorry, and it's the players. You know, who's coming in? Who's going to go? Let's start building that now. Let's start getting. I don't know. We could, I'm, I don't. I, you know, I can't see why we can't be putting um, bids in now for certain players. Um, let's start that now. But it needs to be the right players. It needs to be the players with, with the right mentality that want to play now. Um, and that's what it comes down to, mentality. Look, these players on paper, they're, they're not bad. You know, they, they have pedigree. 
but they simply don't want to be here for the club. It's simple as that. And like you said, it's a bunch of individuals, not a team. There's no team mentality in there. These players don't know what what, what a team is. Um, they can't play as a team. They don't communicate as a team. Welcome back to Yawns. I'm Omar Moore. Watford fall on their sword at the Vic. Watford 1, Cardiff City 3. It's been a familiar refrain at the Vic this season and last misery inflicted upon the fans. Now the fan base, well, a portion of it was not at this football match tonight and I couldn't blame them for staying away. I think some fans have got the message that there is time to stay away from this club until and unless there's change. Now, look, I've talked about this ad infinitum. But what I want to talk about is some of the other things that have been going on at Watford Football Club in terms of some very unwelcome press. Watford suspend Vicarage Road employee after arrest for child sex offences. That's from Adam Levenfall at The Athletic, April the 19th, 2023 is the date of the story. Let me just read you the first uh, paragraph or so. Watford have suspended a man in his 50s who has worked at Vicarage Road for many years after he was arrested on suspicion of child sex offences. The man was arrested in St. Albans on Friday on suspicion of attempting to meet a female child under the age of 16 following grooming and possessing an indecent photograph of a child, Hertfordshire Police confirmed. He has been released on conditional bail. And the article goes on from there. That's appalling stuff. Now, Watford did the right thing in suspending this employee, pending the investigation and, and all the charges and all that. And I hope that when an adjudication has been met, this employee gets the sack and gets the can. I think this is absolutely repulsive that you have someone who allegedly did these things and I think it's awful whether he works at Watford, you know, whether he works elsewhere. This is just beyond the pale. And this person apparently has been at the Vic. They've not named him for the legal reasons that I think they talk about for obvious reasons. They didn't name him. I think it's appalling. It's appalling. Our club has become such a cesspool. And there's been these issues in the past of people at Watford, the physio at Watford years ago, who was involved in, you know, this disgusting behavior with kids or boys, players at the, I mean, groping men, play, I mean, this is so, so, so disgusting. This has got no place at our club. No place at our club. This club has lost its way and it's got to be better in this. I think you need a new manager and there will be one. But a manager that you can grow with, that these team, this team of men's first team players can actually grow with, grow together with. Could you do that with Chris Wilder? Perhaps you could. But does Chris Wilder want to be at Vicarage Road for another three seasons? I doubt it. I doubt it. He's entitled to have some time to be in a better place rather than be at the Vic where you get ejected for holding up a sign that says Pozzo out. I mean, if that sign has said Gino Pozzo is the world's greatest football owner, do you think that those fans would have been ejected? You know they wouldn't be. You know they'd be right back in their seats. They wouldn't be ejected for that. They wouldn't. 
I just think that there's a lot of turmoil, there's a lot to learn. But who's going to learn it at this club? I think there needs to be a new manager, there needs to be a new approach. As I said, the rebuilding, which was supposed to happen with Rob Edwards. The rebuilding needs to begin now, as I've said over and over again. I've said this for over a year on this podcast. The rebuilding is now, and there really is now a change of pace. There has to be. Has to be. And at this moment, this club is continuing to get things wrong on the pitch. Not to mention elsewhere in some respects. But on the pitch, these players need to be cast aside. And we need a new mission for next season. That's it for now on this brand new edition of You Ones. Do not forget to follow on Twitter at U-O-R-N-S-W-F-C. That's Y-O-U-O-R-N-S-W-F-C. Don't forget to also follow that same address on Instagram. And don't forget, subscribe to the Yuan's WFC YouTube channel. Please do that. It finished tonight at Vicarage Road. Watford 1, Cardiff City 3. Watford in 12th place on 59 points. Time is running out on this season. And the priorities now must shift to next season and to restructuring Watford and taking advice from the fans, constructive engagement from the fans and make this club a family club again. Because right now, it is a family shambles. That's it for now. I'm Omar Moore. And until next time, you... Like I said, why should any of us spend our hard-earned money on a team who we love when we've got players like that who don't care for the badge. It kills me watching that team. I'd rather them put out a load of youngsters and reserve teams who want to fight to get into the main team. Why do they keep playing child for? I just don't get him. Saar got a goal tonight, but what else did he do? Lose a few passes. Pedro kept falling over. Hoot, don't even cite me on him. Porthouse, okay, but not great. Backman, joke. Lit Kamara, don't know why he's started. Kone, there wasn't anything in the game. And Gakia, terrible. Literally, I can't even say one player who actually thought played well tonight. Ken Semmer, couple of corners, that's it. Every corner we got, literally, it was sometimes it wasn't even reaching the first player. It, it, it's just, I don't get it. Cardiff City with the three goals, literally every member of every goal was a, a terrible thing, but it was. Easily stoppable. There's just nothing. Any of them. Oh my God. I just don't get them.